is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Amari Global is the first ever revolutionary mental wellness company focusing on the gut-brain connection for adults and children. Amari's holistic products are designed to optimize performance, positivity, and motivation. The products are made with ancient natural wisdom combined by modern science that supports mood, focus, stress resilience, and whole body wellness. Whether you're an Olympic athlete or a stressed out parent, Amari Global's scientific approach is designed to meet you where you are and empower you to be the best version of yourself. Welcome back to AutismRadio.org, home of the world's first autism support radio network and proud 501c3 charitable organization, helping families challenged with autism every day get services they desperately need. Please help us make a difference in the autism community and find it in your heart to support one in 88 families in America today. Donate directly at AutismDonation.org. Now, stay tuned for a special broadcast of Hope Saves the Day with autism activist, super dad and author of The Spectrum Diet, Master Chef and the Hope Man himself, your host, Paul Simmons. Thank you for that great introduction. As always, it's great to be back in another edition of Hope Saves the Day. On today's program, we have a very special guest uh, who has a really wonderful story to share with us today and is just doing some amazing work out there in the world today, helping children and veterans uh, and others with disabilities um, using adaptive scuba therapy. So I'd like to give a super warm welcome to Mr. Jim Elliott, who is the founder and president of Dive Heart. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity to share the story. And um, I'm really proud of the fact that we have been able to be the first adaptive scuba program in the world to work with a university and medical center to do research on autism and scuba therapy. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah so, so, so Jim, tell me a little bit of background on how this idea came about. Oh, uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, my dad was disabled army vet. I raised kids with disabilities. Oldest daughter was blind. I guided and taught blind skiers for decades, but always diving. Um, I took diving really as a journalist in college and thought, you know, I may ever meet Jacques Cousteau or someone like that. Then I should I should know how to dive, right? So I really just another arrow in my journalistic quiver. And um, turns out it, it I fell in love with it. Oh, my God. It's like if you could be Superman or Super Wonder Woman and just like jump off a building and hover in an intersection and just like look down and go, ah, oh, you know, that is diving. It's Maybe. zero gravity, right? I mean, yep. you're a diver. You understand, you yes, know. Yeah, no, I've been it's fortunate fun. enough to been on several trips, yeah. Yeah. So so anyway, I, I thought, you know, I could do in diving what I've been doing in skiing for decades. 
And so when I left the media business, I was with the Chicago Tribune, WGN, radio, TV, newspaper, blah, blah, blah. And I went, you know, I could I could do this in zero gravity. And the cool thing is, the coolest thing in the world is it takes me on a week-long ski trip with somebody who's blind. It takes me three or four days to get them really, really acclimated to the equipment and this and, and how to initiate turns and how to how to follow commands. And in 30 minutes, I could take you. If you've never been in the water before and you're in a wheelchair, I could take you out of that chair and teach you how to breathe. You know, the breath, just percentages of a breath and and, and have you standing up. And the thrill, the high for me, seriously, I don't draw a salary. So the high for me is when people look down and go, oh, my God, I'm standing up for the first time since my injury. Or for the first time in my life, if I was born with cerebral palsy or something where I'm in a chair forever. Yeah, it's like that is the high. That's like immediate payback for me. That's amazing. And it must be surreal to see that moment and be there Uh, that moment. I have to to hold the regulator in my mouth because I laugh because I go, oh, my God, this is so powerful. Now, granted, I'm constantly watching my participant. We have sure. several people in the water with them. But I'm like going, oh, I do. I totally know what you're experiencing. I mean, not personally, because I have never had a spinal cord injury or been in a wheelchair in my life. But I do get what you're experiencing. I do get it. No, that's amazing. And, you know, how, how how did the research and therapy, you know, get involved? Because I know we were talking a little bit about that earlier. So how, how did that come about? Yeah, you know what? I, I always knew that this was therapeutic. Um, I went immediately, as soon as I incorporated Dive Heart 22 years ago in 2001, I immediately went to um, Midwestern University in Downers Grove, Illinois, and went to their head of physical therapy and said, you know what? This is therapeutic. You know, I mean, two days into a dive trip, somebody, they'll roll up to me like clockwork. I can just clock it and they'll come up and go, Jim, this is the first time I've been pain free in 15 years. Wow. I've had chronic pain for 15 years. And I'm like, and now I'm like, dude, get in line. You know, I mean, this happens all the time, which is why we're trying to build the deep warm water therapy pool. And we just need help to do that. And you need some funding for that, right? We need the yeah. dollars behind it. Yeah. yeah. And yes. Yeah, so, well, let's get the let's get the word out, Jim. Let's get people out there and <laughs> get to their pockets and, and help this become a reality. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll change the world. It will. Absolutely. So tell me about some of the things that, again, you know, since you've really started working, obviously, uh, with children with autism, I know that's, that's yeah. something that you do work with as yeah. well as when we talk about yeah. disabilities. So talk a little bit about some of the experiences with that. Well, we, you know, autism is everything, right? It's like, it's like the whole basket of stuff. And so we've had nonverbal people with autism who who sign to communicate. And we've had people who are very behaviorally 
dysfunctional in a way. And I've been punched more than once um, by individuals with, with autism. And um, I, I prepare myself for that. You know, I, I don't, it doesn't happen by surprise. I, I, I understand that the, the people I'm dealing with, if they have that potential to be violent, I need to be there and, and deal with that. And I do, and I am. Um, but, you know, 99.9% of the people that we deal with who have autism that are on spectrum, um, they are just like so into it. And the cool thing is it eliminates underwater, eliminates surface distractions, right? So the common triggers are no longer there, which is, that's a plus. Yes. Go underwater and the ambient pressure is like a, a weighted blanket, a thermal, you know, a vast, that, yeah. you know, um, sensory deprivation room. Go underwater, everything evaporates. Everything that you're used to is gone, and, and we love it because the cool factor is off the charts. So people with autism love diving because they we take pictures and photos and. Not only do they eliminate all the surface distractions, they can focus, the ambient pressure helps, and they're like going, this is cool. And then you're taking pictures and video and send it home with them. And now they're like rock stars, right? They're not self-identifying as someone with a disability. They're self-identifying as someone who's a diver. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty so it, It's like, it's huge. So how does the process usually start? So let's say, you know, obviously I'm a parent of a child with autism. I come to you. How, how does the program start? What do you, what do, you uh, do the first well, step? The easy button is website, diveheart.org. Okay. Um, it's like Braveheart, only diveheart.org. And then there's a phone number that goes right to me. Okay. I, I screen all of the phone calls so that I know where calls need to go. Do they need to go to training? Do they need to go to, you know, whatever, research? And then, um, yeah, I mean, info at Diveheart goes to my office manager and my executive director. So they get that and they they feed things to me that okay. need to be addressed that they cannot handle. So, the, so they do a screening. It's basically like a screening process. They get well, all this information. Yeah, Info at Diveheart is, yeah. is, and and if you call the phone number on our website, diveheart.org, that goes right to me. There okay. isn't a screening process. Okay. I, mean, I, I basically get the calls and I deal with it. I find out the nuance of the situation, right? So I, I, I learn from a parent or a participant with a disability and I find out what they need. And then I, I focus on that and I address it and or I send it to somebody in my team. If it's training, if it's medical, whatever that where it needs to go. So so share share a, I guess a success story of maybe someone that started that you weren't sure about and, and they and they turned and they surprised you. Has there ever been one of those moments like 
wow, like I didn't expect that. It caught you yeah. by surprise. Yeah, the heavy lifting that we do really, Paul, is, is in um, swimming pools. Really, it's not... It's not about going on a vacation. Right. I mean, I mean, when we go somewhere like Cozumel, it's a training program. It's not, it's it's not a vacation. Right. <laughs> it's training. Yeah. And Absolutely. um don't don't like come on a trip thinking. I mean, there are people that come and they kind of are tourists really and they yeah. what's going on, they're donors or they want to help us. But anyway, uh, the heavy lifting's in the pool. And and really probably one of the greatest stories I have is uh Aaron, who is, has cerebral palsy from birth, and she um Oh my gosh, like I had her underwater. She can't hold a regulator in her mouth or a ma- regular mask. So we have a full face mask and we've employed full face masks for individuals with autism and traumatic brain injuries and um, disabilities where we're concerned about you keeping a regulator in your mouth. You're a diver, so you understand that, right? So you have to don't. So if they lose a rag, if you have a full face mask on, it doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, long story is I had Aaron in the water and she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm really five foot pole and I'm just putting my face in the water and holding her under. And there's a line in the pool. And on the other side, there's like a, like a swim party, you know, for girls Mm -hmm. and all these young girls like, look, they're like, oh my God, they're looking at Aaron. And Aaron is a full face mask and scuba and doing all this crazy, like high tech stuff. And they were all like, oh my God. And they would have, they only had goggles on, right? So they would come up, they would come up for air and I'd go, oh my God, you guys, she, you know, she, she thinks you guys are mermaids. You should come over. And they like totally turned into mermaids and wow. they swam like mermaids in the water to Aaron, and they got to her and I could tell they wanted to reach out to her because she was like reaching out to them sure. like doing a fist bump yeah and so anyway they popped up again I go she wants to fist bump you it's okay fist bump her and blah 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 so they did and she was like oh my god and then when I got her back to the shore when she came up before she spoke to her parents. I said, you know, they thought, you know, yeah, they were mermaids. It's like crazy. And she um, totally like told her parents, oh my God, it was like, saw mermaids, it was wonderful. And so it was like, yeah, I mean, that, and it's that simple. It's like. Yeah. That a was a special moment. It was a very special moment. Yeah, it's a pool thing. It doesn't yeah. even have to be open water. It doesn't have to be deep sure. diving stuff at all have you had any students ever come that were actually fearful of water have you ever had a child or, or an adult like kind of that's a really 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 good question because people with disabilities have to deal with stuff we take for granted right. they can they we can't transfer to the toilet you know i mean the way they do and they transfer to the bed and they transfer to the car and it's like, oh, my God, it's like all this stuff they have to do that takes all this extra effort. So really, the people with disabilities in the water are not a problem. They get it. They're like their heads in the game before they ever get there. 
very, very, very rarely do I have somebody with a disability that has a problem. Um, most of my problems are with tabbies. You know what tabbies are? No. Tabbies. So I'm 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 given I'm I'm taken on a tour at Shriners Hospital in Houston with a girl with no arms and no legs. Her name is Anna. And Anna is like give me this tour and a, a co-worker comes up to her and gives her a hard time. And Anna looks up and goes, what do you know? You're a tabby. I go, I go, what's a tabby? She goes, temporarily able-bodied individual. And I went, oh, wow. I went, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Temporarily able-bodied individual. That's me. I'm not going to forget that now. That's me. Yeah. I mean, right. And we're pins, we're pins now to have T-A-B-I and Anna help design it with one of our volunteers. But it really speaks to the fact that people with disabilities have to deal with stuff that we don't every day. Right, and true. Autism and, and whatever the disability is. Yep. And we just kind of have to adapt and, and be empathetic and Absolutely. get it. Yeah. Well, definitely this world needs more people like you, Jim, and, and how you think and, how you care for others and and just the work that you're doing for sure. Um, you know, I'm curious, how many students, if you, if you had to kind of put a number, how many students have you come, have you worked with? You know, after I trained a thousand instructors. Wow. With a different training program, we divided, we, we, you know, we started our own training program and um, so I would say thousands and thousands, really. Wow. I, one of our largest programs, believe it or not, is in Malaysia. I'm like, Malaysia? I'm like, wow. wow. The guy who is the um, chief financial officer of the Kuala Lumpur airport system said, Jim, I want to I want to do dive hard here in Malaysia. I go, wow, cool. And now he's like all over. It's like all wow. over Asia. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to... Every one out of five people have a disability, right? Yep. So twenty yep. percent. And when you add friends and family and coworkers and and people that care, you might have sixty to seventy percent of the community that cares about people with disabilities, regardless of what they are, autism or Down syndrome or whatever. And um, you know, I I just think you know as we can grow this, it's going to make a difference in the yeah. world that's it absolutely yeah. absolutely definitely well you're already making a difference and you've made a difference for a long time now so uh and just think of all the lives that you impacted and and changed and empowered um like you said you know somebody under the water it like it empowers you it's it's such a surreal experience you know again just being underwater and, the, and it's quiet too i think that's the other thing is like there's a when you're underwater there's like silence and i think someone with a disability, I think that's actually very calming probably because I know, especially with autism, sound can be a very a challenge for a lot of individuals with autism. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a documentary that premiered in May called Adapting to Dive, three words, Adapting to Dive. And the filmmaker, I mean, it was really crazy how we came together, but Shortly, you know, it's won nine international film festival awards. I would recommend that everyone who is anyone with a disability in their life watch it. It'll change. And where where can they view that? Where can they see that? Um, it's on Amazon. 
It's on Amazon. Okay. It's on Amazon. If you went to diveheart.org, okay. it, it would be pop up right away. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, definitely we'll we're gonna definitely share that on our website with everybody and people definitely need to to see that. And I'm sure they'll want to see it for sure. Um, yeah. But you've had a lot of accolades uh, and uh, talk about some of the, the media. I know you, you mentioned earlier, like, again, you, you had a, some rare opportunities just really like get this out there at one time. You know, I've been blessed. Um, my background is is media. I was with the Chicago Tribune, WGN Radio, TV, and um, I've used every tool that I learned in the media business to help grow Dive Heart basically. And I think that, you know, with over 200 news stories and videos on our YouTube page, I mean, if you went to YouTube, our Dive Heart YouTube page, and clicked on playlist, you could look at military stories, medical stories, symposiums, um, documentaries and major features. It's all chronologically organized so you can go wow i'm a vet i'm a vet with a disability you know what's beautiful about what we do is like a vet who is in a wheelchair could have a child with autism and you know what this is something they could do together yeah which is awesome right it's now it's a bonding experience for their with their child and that's and it's it's therapeutic for them at the same time it provides it empowers them as well Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's some amazing work that uh, when you see that, I'm sure. Um, what are what are, I guess what are some of the challenges, I guess, with your mm. program and, and what would they be that, that you see that, you know, you're working to try to overcome some things? What would well, we're, we're, we're at a really interesting point uh, 22 years in. Right. Right. That's uh, we're we're um, we want to build a deep warm water facility. We want to build the deepest warm water therapy pool in the world. In the world. And how and, deep would this pool be? Like, Well, that's a good question. That is the question that people ask all the time. Jim, how deep do you want to build it? And really, it, it really comes down to how much I can get donated. Okay. I mean, it's all donations. I don't right. want investors. I want donors. Right. I want somebody that goes, I get this. I want to give you a million dollars to do blah, blah, blah. And then I do it. And that, you know, and that determines the depth. I mean, this could be, this could be a go-kart or it could be a Mercedes. Right. 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 And, and it really depends on the people that want to give. And if I can't, you know, if I can't raise the money for this facility, shame on me. Because there's more millionaires and billionaires now than there have ever been in the world. That's true. That's true. And you know what? If I don't do it, I don't do it. Right. I, you know what? I'm going to reach out and try and um, change the world. And then we're going to replicate it around the world so people with disabilities around the world can at least experience the first phase of what we want to do. And that's a 20 foot pool. That's all glass, like an aquarium. And you can watch your loved one, like do research therapy. It's like, wow, that's so cool. So yeah, that's, that's our goal. Okay. You know, and it's going to be a fun, this will be the year. Yeah. Well, now's the time, you know, that we're kind of, 
moving past COVID, things are starting to get back to some normalcy in life, right? It was a tough couple of years for everyone. Um, but now hopefully you're able to, you know, fulfill your goal is in your dreams of where you want this to go. I mean, uh, you work so hard, uh, made such a difference. And, and I really do hope someone's listening to this broadcast who can fill that need. And you don't know, again, we don't know who's listening to the program. So you never know. It could be somebody. Right. Well, thank you for what you do. Cause what you do is, I mean, sharing all these stories that you share is, is just, you know, amazing. So well, thank, thank you. you I I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, again, that's our, our show is called Hope Saves the Day for a reason, right? It's about giving people hope. And that's what, exactly what you're doing through your works and uh, your mission and, and, and the things and the impacts you've had on so many people. So uh, you, you are doing all those things. Uh, and just like you say on your brochure, imagine the possibilities of dive, diveheart.org. I love it. And you know what? I love the heart, too, because believe it or not, Hope Saves the Day was created with a heart uh, uh, to give people hope. And Hope Man has a heart mask. So uh, it resonates with me, too. Uh, so I love it. I love the uh, the logo. So, um, you know, I guess, you know, the research and therapy, you know, have you seen a lot more information coming out, like, with diving and disabilities in general? Like, if there's a lot yes. more... Yes. You know, data that can actually help like with maybe even insurance companies or potentially down the road. It, I'm glad you said that. Therapy. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you said that because um, we have been, I've always thought this is therapeutic. And immediately after we incorporated in 2001, I went to uh, a University Medical Center, a Midwestern in Downers Grove, Illinois. And I went to their physical therapy people and said, this is a therapy we need to start doing research. And so a occupational therapy professor came to us and we've done five studies with them, but we've done 11 years of, um, we call it um, symposiums, um, adaptive scuba symposiums. And the last physical one we had was in 2019. It was in Cozumel, Mexico. And we had one of the top hyperbaric physicians in the world participating in it and presenting. His name was, um, God, why am I blanking? <laughs> right. Um, we, we we had Northwestern University professor and doctor uh, Dan Goodman, and then um, from we had people from uh, Duke as well, and um, it was it was just an amazing presentation. But the last one we did was in 2021. It was on Zoom because of COVID. But we had uh, from Edinburgh, Scotland, we had a professor who did some of the first research on scuba therapy that was published. And a lot of stuff's been done, but you know, getting published in a, a medical journal is very very challenging. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 so. it's a different world, and I don't pretend to understand it. Yeah, um, but it's um, yeah, we've done a lot, and I've always felt this was medical, this is therapeutic. Um, I mean, we can get somebody out of a wheelchair standing up; it's going to benefit them. Just intuitively, I knew that was going to be a benefit. So it's um, 
like I said, day two of a dive trip, they come up and they go, Jim, I'm pain-free for the first time since my injury. And I go, oh, my God, that's like so cool. And they do that year after year after year, you know, and they're pain-free during the week they're with us. And and people call us two weeks later and go, you know, Jim, I'm starting to get pain back, but I've been pain-free for the week I was on the trip and two weeks after. So we know that if we can get somebody in the pool, a yeah. deep, one more environment sure. that we can replicate what we see in open water, right? And that'll be pain relief, PTSD relief, um, you know, just autism. We know even in a pool helps helps relieve that. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I, I, I tell you, I, I just love this story. I love what you're doing. I uh, love everything about it. I, I just can't wait to see. The money start coming in, Jim, and you you build this pool. Uh, and when you do build it, I do want to come out. I would love to come out for the grand opening. Uh, you know, we'd love to to be a part of it somehow because it's just incredible and I just love it. And and again, being a scuba diver myself, it, it really does resonate. Um, you know, my wife and I both got certified um, many, many years ago. It's uh, 20, 27 years ago we got certified. So it's been been a while. So we need to come on a trip with us. Yeah, I would love to. I would love Go to, to divehart.org, click on event calendar, and you'll see the trips. We have two okay. trips to Cozumel in August and December, and then we have Grenada in July, and then we have, I think, October or September is Bonaire. So wow. we, we're starting to get back. I mean, in 2020, we yep. canceled 14 trips. Yeah, everything got shut down. I know. Full no. programs. So um, we're getting, we're starting to ramp up, but. It's a great place to see what we do firsthand. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, listen, we loved your story. And thank you again for coming on our program today and, and sharing some great information about what you're doing. Um, again, if just share with our listeners one more time where they can find your information. Of course, we're going to post this all on our website as well um, as it, it'll be up there as a permanent thing. So people can always go to our site, listen to the show and also uh, learn more about Dive Heart and what you're doing. So where yeah. can they go, Jim? Thank you. Yeah, diveheart.org is the uh, the website. And, uh, you know, if you went to YouTube and went to our Dive Heart page okay. and clicked on playlist, you'd be able to, like, uh, accumulate so much knowledge so quickly uh, about adaptive scuba. If you're in the medical field, you could look at all our symposiums. If you want, were in the military, you could look at everything we've done with veterans. I mean, just there's so many great things we've done. Thank the, you know, you know, the, the powers that be that we've been absolutely, able to do absolutely, that. absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, God bless you for your work, my friend. We really appreciate you and what you're doing and your team behind you and all the people that are involved in this because you're you're helping so many people and. Uh, you know, doing it through scuba is just a really cool uh, therapy, too, I like to say, because it is different. It is very different because most yeah. people, you know, it's it's. I always say, like, there's two things, right? There's there's either parasailing, scuba diving, or, or jumping out of a plane, right? Those are like those people either... They want to, you know, jump out of a plane, but they won't go scuba or they won't do that. You know, people that are considering what to do with the next chapter of their life. I always I, I'll never forget when I went, wait a minute, I get to help help people with disabilities and I get to scuba dive. 
I'm like, I'm in. I mean, this is, this is me in my own head. So if you are at a point in your life where you want to make a decision and go, what do I do for the rest of my life? It, experience zero gravity and, and help people with disabilities. I mean, what else? Can, I mean, I can't think of a cooler thing to do. Yeah, well, that that is awesome. And that is a great way to wrap up our show today. I uh, just want to again thank Jim Elliott, the founder and president of Die Heart. You go to diveheart.org um, to learn more about Jim and his program. It's just amazing. And again, I just want to say thank you again for being a guest on Hope Saves the Day. Uh, we also want to thank all our listeners, as always, for their continued support here on the program. We're really blessed and thankful to have you for all these years. I uh, just always really appreciate everyone so much. And as I always end all our programs, remember until next time, everybody, hope saves the day. Have a great one, everybody. Hi, I'm Elissa Pizel. I work with Amari Global. I am proud to announce that we have partnered with the Autism Radio family, a cause that is near and dear to my heart. Continue to tune in to Hope Saves the Day every week on autismradio.org. And when you're snapping up your Amari products, don't forget to add promo code AUTISMRADIO to receive $10 off your first purchase. Every time I see your smile, I wonder what you feel. Every time you laugh or cry, I wonder if it's real. You seem trapped inside Please help me understand What is your world like? I want to feel your love I want to know what it's like To laugh and play Imagine a thought that you cannot feel A tear trapped inside Imagine a sound that you cannot make No matter how you try I want you to know how I'm feeling I want you to know how it feels to be me I wish you could look into my world and see how I see hold my hand and remind me to hold on to hope each day let this song be my voice and remember hope saves the day I want to show you what I see what kind of life will I have? What's in store for me? Don't be afraid, just love and hold me I can be all that I can be With your love I can do anything With your love I can see the world like rays of light shine upon me inside of me then you are by my side i will love you till the end of time
song be my voice and remember hope saves the day